Ashamai, Achoi Soiskos, Podlediad Consortium Knobach the Day. And a Podlediad Hun, but looking clowered, a troubled day fed do with Ara and Bob Math or Bethe Arisk. Hello and welcome to SCOS, the Central South Consortium podcast. In this podcast, we'll bring you the very latest discussions on all things education. Uh, hello and welcome to SCURS, the podcast series from Central South Consortium. My name is Joanne Nichols and I am the lead practitioner for science in the Central South Consortium. I'm also the leader of learning for science at Aberdeer Community School. Um, in this podcast episode, I'm also joined by my um, secondary colleagues again. And in this episode, we're going to discuss science capital and science literacy. Um, and um you know when we were discussing the list of episodes science capital was something that um as a phrase i thought well that's an interesting phrase that's quite quite news to me but of course it is science in everyday life isn't it and of course we we were talking about in this episode strategies that we have used to make science um you know, accessible and this idea that you don't want to be told, I don't like science, you know, when am I going to use science? And Dale, I know that you've worked hard, haven't you, in um, in Whitmore on this? Yeah, and one of the sort of, um, I mentioned previously, we, we, we've rewritten lots of our schemes of learning and uh, particularly at Key Stage 3, this, this plays an important part in it, uh, trying to make things relevant. Got like a theme based approach. So the topic is, is theme based and trying to relate it back to sort of real world context as much as we can. Um, I mean, one of my sort of main bugbears is a, a head of department is the kind of the idea of a practical for the sake of a practical. Um, I had so many discussions with, tech, you know, going back and forth between technicians and I was just really kind of, you're all aware of and other people were, why are we doing that practical? What's the reason for it? And it's got to be, it's got to be teaching the skill. Um, and where could they then use that skill? Um, and so that's something we, we, we've worked on a lot is to try and make sure that the practicals that are involved within our schemes of learning are are relevant and are joined up. And the other thing to think about with that is in, in terms of that lesson itself. And uh, what do you want to get out of that lesson? Well, if you're doing a practical, you want to get results and you're teaching them about how to get results. I think in the past we've been guilty of sort of shoehorning something in and then trying to do an exam question on it and it's all too much and you lose the impact of the practical skills and you lose the impact of the of the exam question or whatever it is you're trying to do. So it's, it's keeping it relevant and um, then making those links and saying like, well, if you were a forensic scientist, you might use this for that. Or, you know, if you were a marine biologist, you might use it for that. Um, and then bringing it back again into more everyday, you know, if you're baking a cake, you need to know how much stuff to put in the cake and that sort of thing. And sometimes you can see the penny drop and they're like, oh, yeah, OK, let's get mystery. Yeah, and I think that's that's absolutely one of the things, that, you know, that, that I think that we're all guilty of is that you'd often, they'll often do a practical and not use any of the data at all that's been, you know, been gathered in the practical. They won't talk about it or say what what it's telling them. But I think that's absolutely one of the things that. You know, you mentioned about schemes of learning and, and particularly, you know, not not that we just do things because we have to. But with the curriculum for Wales now, which we haven't touched upon at all, actually, in, in these in these podcasts, it's very much, isn't it, about, you know, science for me. How is it relevant to me? You know, we've all got a mobile phone. We've all got a body. You know, we've all got, uh, you know, it's all about making science relevant, isn't it? And I think that we worked hard when we were um, producing 
new resources and we were producing schemes, new schemes of learning that we, you know, even to using, you know, images in those booklets that were relevant to them, you know, that they weren't and something that they could hook into and, and, and really get involved with and also getting their feedback on things as well. You know, pupil voice, you know, is, is really powerful, isn't it? If you say to them, you know, what, you know, what would make science more enjoyable to you? And then often their feedback, you know, they like these little short animations. They like these short recalls. And, and that can be powerful and useful as well for, from the point of view of, of science capital as well, can't it? But also it was about, I think you've mentioned this in professions, science capital as well is also about where science can take you, isn't it? And uh, Paul, I know I think you've done quite a bit, haven't you, uh, down with you on, on, on science capital and, and, and colleagues within your department too. Yeah, well, we another um, project that the CSE was funding this year was a science, is a science capital project. And one of the members of the department, she's just begun. So we, we've just started to look into it. And it's interesting that we've spent in previous podcasts, understandably, a lot of time talking about literacy, science literacy for exams. Um, and we focus, obviously, we focus a lot on examinations. But in the the doc, in the documentation about science capital, one of the the phrases I took and read and thought that's interesting was that it says that science capital encourages problem solving and creative th creative thinking. It's not just about getting the answer right, which sort of goes against what we um, <clears throat> what we are as teachers. We, we, we're always encouraging them to get, you know, you've got to get the answer right. This is the right answer. That was wrong. Whereas science capital is about them exploring and thinking about what. And I think Dale said, you know, they've all got a mobile phone. They're, they've all they've all got PlayStations. There are they, they all use scientific uh, applications every day um, and it's about you making it relevant um, for what their world is you know they might have parent a parent who's a, a mechanic they might have a parent who works in a care home and how their work links to science you know we <clears throat> we do talk about you know aspirations and where science can take them but our starting point is always what is it in their world that relates to science so they can see it's not, you know, oh, yeah, there are aspects of my daily life that I can relate to science. I can my parent, my, you know, my grandmother, whoever they have. I didn't think that they, I didn't realize they had a job that was science related. But actually, yes, they do. And that, that's empowering for them because oh, and hopefully, in, um, you know, really ignites their interest in the subject. Yeah, and I think, you know, to go back to previous podcast with Beth and was talking about series circuits and I'm looking at her lovely Christmas tree in the background you know her Christmas tree lights one goes out they all go out why is that uh, Beth I do actually talk about that and I talk about if the whole house was wired as a series circuit what happens when you, you go to the toilet in the middle of the night which always leads to lots of giggles and then they go oh, you wake everybody up and it's like yeah and then the sort of penny drops um I was going to link into, I've been teaching um, the applied in year 11 and my other half's family are all farmers and that has been a wealth of knowledge. Um, so we've talked about um, how they breed twins and then selective breeding and it's led in that way. And it's like, look, science is literally everywhere. Um, we've talked about um 
selective breeding. We've talked about, oh, I can't even think, but every, they now come in and ask how the cows are doing. And <laughs> it's very sort of random, but it's got them engaged and it's got them seeing that science isn't just sort of you come in, you do a practical and it never leaves school. It's everywhere. Oh, I think you know, it's about getting rid of this fear about science, isn't it? That it's it's hard. It's only for clever people in white coats, you know, guys in labs. And it's about that seeing that there's much more to science than that than that kind of austere and and perhaps uh you know difficult image that it has had perhaps in the past. Hannah, what what's your experience been of with this? Um, well, I'm going to bring you back to the literacy because we do quite a few comprehension tasks. Um, a piece of history, um, each topic has a comprehension task, and we've tried to link that in um, to everyday um, everyday experiences. Um, we've got lots of um, letter writing as well at Key Stage 3. And again, the letter writing is on um, link to um, uh, link to sort of scientific um, applied science and scientific um, in, um, information. Uh, we've we've also used the um, that COP26 um, resources and there was lots of information there because quite a few of our pupils are, are um, want to know about the oceans um, and about um, global warming etc so there's quite a lot on the, the COP26 and there was all differentiated resources um, again it was a comprehension it was like writing letters writing to the MP so they they are part of the community as well yeah and it's about that engagement with science isn't it and and I think you know um, you know, there, there are some aspects of the specification that are difficult that we have to teach, isn't it? You know, and it's about making that real world for them, you know, and, you know, like, you know, you just gave an example in a previous episode, Beth, with, with, with literacy, it talking about covalent bonding, you know, and talking about, right, well, you know, what does co mean as a prefix is together? And it's a little gain, isn't it? It's a little win that I, I you know, I know. We might not say, you know, that's particularly science capital, but it is about making it real world, isn't it? And and I think, you know, there will be certain aspects of the science course that they, they can really get involved with and get on. But then there will be other ones then, um, you know, other topics that are difficult. And it's about making that real world experience, isn't it? Dale, have you and, and you've worked hard with schemes of learning for that. Can you give us any any examples? Well, I, th I think a lot of it is it is stuff that we all do anyway. I think it's sometimes it's just it's just making ourselves aware of that and and um, and making it more explicit, perhaps. But, you know, I'm sure we all use different analogies to try and um, explain stuff and, and, and real world contexts. Um, of course, Whitmore a few years ago was Barry Comprehensive School, which was all boys. So, you, you know, you could of often fall back on the context of, of football, you know, and talking about the number of shots you might have in a game compared to the number of goals and really that's a rate of reaction. Um, I, mean, I still do that. It's not like I've stopped, but um, I'm just trying to, trying to link those to those, those real world applications. So even though, yes, it's a scientific concept that you have to learn for your exam, it's actually something that um, it applies in lots of other different contexts that you will use day in, day out sort of thing. 
Yeah, and it's getting over that idea, isn't it? That you know, I, well, I don't need science. You know, what what's what science ever done for me? What do the Romans ever do for me? You know, it's that kind of real world um, contextualizing that I think is is something that to, to get pupils uh, involved in it. You know, is something that it, it is. You know, we definitely need to do, doesn't it, Paul? I mean, you know. Um, You've talked about that a lot, especially from the point of view of engagement with, with some of the more perhaps difficult classes. You've got any um, experience to share there where, where, where we've used real world science to engage pupils? I think the important thing is to get them to realise that they already have a lot of science capital. It's not something that is completely new to them. They already have experiences whether it's, uh, you know, playing football, whether it's any sports team, you can always link uh, anything that they do, whether it's going shopping, bringing the, the food home, and why do you put it in the fridge? Why do you put it in the freezer? There's all loads, simple, simple things. Why do you clean your teeth? Simple things. They understand, They don't necessarily translate that as being scientific, but if you can show them that it's, this is science, anything that we, you know, it can be as a scientific context, they realize that, you know what, I've actually, I know some science already. And it's not a question of I'm learning all of this. It is all brand new. And as you say, when am I going to use this again? It's stuff that will help them uh, just to understand the world around them. And I think it's interesting. One of the things that, that Dale said earlier on when you said you were looking at why are we doing practicals? Um, are we doing them for the sake of them? Because I think often practicals, are a way of increasing engagement, aren't they? I mean, they love practical. Um, you know, is it what we're doing today? You know, are we doing prac when, when they come in? But it's about, I think, what you said, Dale, that practical is relevant and and why are we doing it? You know, and, and, and can it be? I mean, I'm not talking necessarily about, you know, the specified practicals at, at GCSE, but, um, you know, other practicals that we often put in for engagement purposes yeah and that, that's a big a big thing we've been looking at um and, and, and yeah and, and then spending the right amount of time on those like i mentioned earlier and um, i was just going to thought of an example that we've started off this year and it does link to equivalent for wales is that um we, we have a topic in year seven where we teach about circuits so series and parallel circuits and we've got um one of our year seven lessons is taught by a tech teacher who specializes in electronics. So they're actually making a circuit with him. And well, we are teaching the science behind it and the symbols and, and the current and all of that sort of stuff. So they're, they're learning those skills and they're linking them. Because I think you often find there are students who might be quite disengaged and it, it doesn't happen all the time, but might be quite disengaged in science potentially, but love tech and love DT and love, love getting their hands on and making stuff. So trying to make those links and and, and make it relevant in that way so that even if it's not a, an at-home use, they can see that it is a transferable skill within school. And that's something that we're looking to develop more as we move forward. Yeah, and I think as we work, you know, uh, similar, similarly to you, you know, these AOLEs will perhaps foster that, um, that the you know, like you said, that thematic approach and that, oh, I don't like sitting down doing the you know the theory behind it but I really like doing the prac I really like doing doing the building of the circuit and I think you know again like we said we haven't said much about curriculum for Wales but that's certainly a, a driver isn't it potentially for science capital 
and, and where science qualifications can take you. OK, well, that, that brings this discussion to the end. I think science capital and science literacy is certainly um, something that we would be looking to develop as we as we move move on with with new courses coming soon at, at level two and, uh, you know, the curriculum for Wales uh, development as well. Uh, thank you very much. Look forward to uh, discussing uh, some more with you in our in our next episode. Diolch amrando ar y bennod hon o sgwrs. Cofiwch yn dilyn ar Twitter a Facebook, tan ysgrifio ein sianel YouTube, a mino yn cymunedau ar ein gwefan a darllen ein bulletin ysgolion athnosol am y newyddion diwyn araf. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sgwrs. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, join our online communities via our website and read our weekly school bulletin for the latest news. Hwyla Matro. Bye for now.